0: This week on Pennant Deep, we have quite possibly our biggest show yet. We finally got the man. Mark Stoops joins the show today. But before we get into all that, of course, we have always got to announce the person who will go into the drawing to win the signed ball by every guest from Pennant Deep this season. Of course, if you retweet the episode, you will be able to have a chance to enter the drawing to win one of the balls signed by all the guests this season. This week's winner is at Tabby Carter. Congratulations, you have entered the contest. Now, we were fortunate enough to be able to go to the facility. Max and Miles had a great interview with Stoops after Kentucky's biggest win at home in quite some time after they knock off the top 10 ranked Gators. It was a crazy weekend in Lexington. We talk about that, the great tailgate scene, how fun Saturday was, and a little bit of an LSU preview. We also have your favorite segments, like Man of the Week is back. Mark Stoops shows us how he makes his coffee, what his favorite coffee order is. As always, share, subscribe, tell a friend, be a friend. Kentucky football, 5-0. and Mark Stoops on the show. Let's get into it. Go!
1: Every time... So others. Mmm. So go every time so others may. Every time. Get some.
0: Live from Cast Bar and Grill, introducing Pennant Deep with Max Duffy and Miles Butler, presented by Kentucky Sports Radio. Welcome into a very special edition of Pennant Deep, coming in a day late, and we'll get back to, to that shortly. But of course, I am Brent Wainscott in here on top of Cast Bar and Grill with Miles Butler. Max Duffy, and it's been an incredible week in Lexington. Before yep. we get into all of that, it was a great great day in Lexington, a great atmosphere in Lexington, yep. great community in Lexington. So with that, we would like to start partnering with some businesses around here. Um, we really kind of wanted to make this a push after we found um, – we saw the numbers for our Saturday listeners for that quick of a turnaround. We didn't really post much about it, and for everyone to pitch in and listen like that was huge. Um, and we just felt like it would be a great opportunity to – Partner with some of the businesses around here. And if you would like to get in touch with Pin it Deep or uh, be a, a sponsor of the show, you can reach out at Ads at com. Again, Ads at com. And it's
2: a unique opportunity, too, to have your ad read out by an Australian, which probably is pretty uncommon around here in Kentucky, I would have thought, or read by midget, Miles.
0: I would vote
1: myself. I wouldn't give it to you. Half the state may not understand you. So, if you want your ad to be understood, me or Brent well, can take it. If you want it to be not understood, Max co- can take even it. Even even companies
2: ahead. in the great towns of like Henderson and Paducah, Bowling Green, those mm-hmm. kind of smaller towns, we would love to do some well, stuff I mean, like that.
0: After being out at the bar a few times with you guys, I feel like Max would uh, maybe get some get the female audience into uh, some of the establishments. Just off accent alone, like they might not even know what he looks like, but it's the, I mean, it's the accent every time.
1: I like to think so. Yeah. I'm sure he has other ideas as to why some of the <laughs> girls find him so, so good. Or but. any
0: establishments maybe
2: that want to shout out the women that work for them. Like, I don't know.
0: <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh... <laughs> We, of course, are in here after a special, special day in Lexington. Kentucky beats the 10th-ranked, at the time, 10th-ranked Florida Gators, 20-13. It was a magical night in Lexington. The defense stood up, um, seven stops on the goal line to end the game, a crazy blocked kick, and being a long-suffering Kentucky football fan, have seen that game go in the complete opposite direction, 100 times out of 100. But Kentucky finds a way. They get it done. They are a legit team. They are inside the top 25. They're ranked 16th in the country. They're 5-0, and staring down a trip to the SEC championship against Georgia from two weeks. Obviously, they got to play LSU before that. But even if they lose that, they'll still be squared away. Um, but enough about looking ahead. Saturday was special. Max, Miles, I know you all were there actually as fans um, and it was just a great Saturday to be in Lexington. Awesome,
2: awesome week. Uh, historic moment, I guess, for the Kentucky football program. yes and, and just such a great moment to be a part of myself. Me and Miles are in the stands, uh, standing next to each other. We barely sat down because it was such electric atmosphere, and so happy for Coach Stoops, which we've got on later, and I can't wait mm-hmm. to get to Coach Stoops. We and, do, big show. We do have Stoops his, on. his uh, great interview. Um, but, no, awesome for him, I, th- I guess, besides – Florida in 2018 we've always looked to have Florida's measure until some crazy moment happens in the game and it just seemed like that finally reversed and we were ready to take our moment and obviously the the blocked field goal changes everything Uh, we finally get a big moment go for us which you just need those little bits of luck sometimes in the game now having said that it's not luck to obviously come up with a field goal block but just something out of the ordinary Mm -hmm. that kind of gets you guys gets us going and Loudest I've ever heard Kroger feel when that happened, Miles. Yep. Easily.
1: Seemed like the offense was doing its part of moving the ball, control the clock a little bit. Defense obviously had a huge night. Huge. Josh Pascal was um probably Massive. top I mean top performance I've seen yeah. in a long time yeah. out of yeah. a defensive player yeah. here.
2: Probably the best performance I've seen by someone walking the earth in about two thousand and twenty one years. Yeah. Roughly. Yeah.
1: Well I give I mean, or take.
0: You
2: know. There's been a few good people, there been here a there, few good know. in between. There's been some bad ones too, but yeah, he's, a bit, a, a bit he's an absolute star. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Special teams stood up big, like we said, the blocked field goal, and S- then the fourth phase—that yeah. we don't talk about enough—the crowd.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, eight eight false starts. How many false starts? Eight. Eight yeah. false starts. That's got
1: to be a record for Florida there in like was, recent years.
0: There was a crucial one in the in the red zone when they were trying yep. to knock on the door. The fact that they had two back to back to go from like third and five to third and fifteen was huge. It's huge. Um, and Florida was just rattled all night. You can just tell that, um, and that's a testament to the BBN. And Kroger Field is absolutely like a hard place to play in the SEC. That I think it finally got its due on Saturday. So when I
2: talked to Felipe Franks at the Senior Bowl um, for a brief moment, uh, he mentioned how you and Felipe w- Bros. Uh, I wouldn't say that. I mean, he. No, I'm not. Not as if he's a bad guy. I just yeah. I talked to him for about five seconds. Um, He mentioned the fact that he thought Kroger Field was one of the loudest places he'd played at and the atmosphere was crazy. I guess we always show up for Florida, that's why. He he probably hasn't seen it sometimes at its down moments. Um, But I think there's a genuine thing there where the crowds now, obviously we proved that on Saturday, Turn out and get pumped up for these games, and hey, if Kentucky football is big, we're we're flying, and we're uh, we're bigger than the basketball team. I well,
1: think there's something to be said there too about when the defense is playing well. It's like if their offense is struggling, they they can't really find the answers, and then on top of that, they keep getting penalties. That yeah. anytime they're getting close to a first down, it's like oh, we shoot ourselves in the foot. We well, put those together, and then and it's the really fans just Well, yeah, yeah, I mean that's exactly. the that's yeah. the problem,
2: it, not the problem. The great thing for us, but for whenever we play away. Mm you can't afford to jump offside early because then the crowd goes, Hey, we're in this yep. like, well, this is our moment. Like we can actually influence the game. And then they just keep going and going and going. And that's what happened on Saturday. They jumped once and the crowd's like, Oh, this is cool. Cause I'm actually involved in the game yep. here. And then they just feed off it and keep getting louder and louder and louder.
0: And, and one more quick thing, and we're going to talk a lot about the fans on the back end too, but this is the first time again, been to so many games over my, my life. Um, this is the the game where for me it was like okay, Kentucky's a legit atmosphere thing. Like it feels like the blue white thing where we Works. chant blue white is yeah. well it worked with the shirts, but it feels like the blue white chant's going to be a thing that continues cuz that seemed to work. And I watched the game over again and just it came over well across TV. Um but the fact that all the fans bought in, even the old head, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um uh, I have no clue. No, it's it's like when you're grumpy. What's, what's the word? When you're like an old grumpy person? What is that word? Grumpy is the grouchy? word. Gr- gr- grouchy? Grouchy, no. There's a... Senile? Crumudgeonly.
1: Crum- <laughs> what? Is that even in the dictionary? Spell it. I've never heard of I've never heard that. it, but it's like your old... it. It's like
0: your old curmudgeon. Smell it. <laughs> smell it. Don't smell it. Spell it. <laughs> Spell it. I don't know if it starts with a K or a C, so I'm not even going to try. I'm Unbelievable word. Sorry. He definitely...
2: Okay, that's one of those things where Brett... Brett... I, always call you yeah, you right get, you, I don't want to hear sorry. anything about I've me got, saying I, curmudgeon I when so you can't even Brents say my name Brents right. many and in my life at the moment. Um, you've, looked, you've gone to the dictionary and just tried to pick a word, and you're oh. like, I'm going to sneak that in the podcast today, and now you've just gone for
0: it. You hey. guys have never heard the word curmudgeon. Is like, that dead serious? What Not a dare word. did
1: you lose? You lost a dare this weekend. Yeah. Who
0: got you? So, hello to Brent right, White, yeah. Scott's friend that asked him yeah. to say that Very word on funny. the podcast. No, no, I'm dead serious. You guys have never heard the word curmudgeonly? No, no. Not in 25 no, years, no. 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 no well, shit. Max, I not know you would say the same
1: thing, but I, oh, you figured it out.
0: Well, anyways, what I was saying was everyone bought in, even the old, grumpy, curmudgeon Kentucky football fans who are usually like, ah, that's not going to work, or ah, Kentucky's going to find a way to screw this up. It felt like everyone bought in, and, and not going to lie, my dad has been a long-time Kentucky football fan where he's like, Kentucky's going to screw this up at he's some point. He's a no my dad's dope but also just seeing him (laughs) finally buy in and be like okay kentucky's gonna get this done was pretty cool it was awesome it was actually yeah it's so cool just to have that that big moment
2: at home is what the fans have been waiting for too Mm -hmm. like we've had some really big road victories bowl victories but to have one at home just gets the crowd so much more involved obviously um but in terms of like support and making sure guys uh people keep coming to the games we needed that big home victory because for whatever reason I guess, the the closeness of the team. We've been really good on the road. Yep. Um, and we haven't managed to get those really big ones um, at well, home, so that was huge. I
0: mean, when you think about over the Stoops era, what are the biggest home wins? You've got South Carolina in 2014, which is seven years ago already. You've got – Ten- Mississippi State, Mississippi State, twenty eighteen
1: from McGinnis.
2: Mississippi State, South Carolina seemed like yeah. big at the time in two thousand eighteen. Probably wasn't. Yeah, but they seemed big at the time. And then yeah. you've
0: got like Tennessee when Steven Johnson jumped yeah. over the guy. But yeah. even then, that game was so cold. Like really, no one was there. Kind of like it was just. I mean, people were there, but yeah. it wasn't like yeah. like this is the first time. Murray Kentucky. State. Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, yeah. EKU, yeah. EKU. When when I went, played him, yeah. We went into overtime. overtime. It was yeah. a huge big win. win. Big um, win. Speaking of wins
2: and big wins, there's no doubting the correlation between the fact that this podcast has started and UTSA's 5-0. Yep. And UTSA? UTSA's 5-0. Not five just and UTSA. There's several teams. There's a teams. couple of others um, that we wouldn't want to jinx them by calling them out on the show if you're 5-0. Um, but,
0: but, but I think we do deserve our flowers that these teams should definitely – Let's give them the recognition. They yeah. are
1: 5-0. and o. Let's, let's recognize them.
0: Um, so the teams that are currently undefeated in college okay. football – uh Georgia. Yep. Michigan. Yep. Okay. BYU. Yep. UTSA, yep. University of Texas, San Antonio, Roadrunners. Road Road Runners? Roadrunners. Runners. Wake Forest. Only undefeated team left in the ACC, Wake yep. Forest, Dana Deacons.
1: Just as everyone predicted. Yep.
0: Yep. Uh the Oklahoma Sooners. Yep. Mm. Michigan SCC? State. Ooh. Wyoming. Alabama. Um South or I'm sorry. San Diego San Diego State. State. Yep. Oklahoma State. Yep. Iowa, shout out to the uh, – The Yep, yep. Uh, our friends up in Ohio, the Cincinnati Bearcats. Yeah. Penn State. Yep. SMU. Yeah. And uh, the Chanticleers. Good. And so
2: for every team that we just called out, yep. you now Coast jinxed. And the one team we didn't, yes. you're fine. Keep rolling. It would yep. be a shame if yep. one of them
0: lost, yep. or if any of them lost, yeah. Yeah, after well. jinxing them. Yeah, like what, you know. Or they
1: could give us credit for giving them some good luck to I start think they the should.
2: Year. Arizona Cardinals are also 4-0. Yeah. 4-0. And while we're recording this, maybe the Las Raiders? Vegas Raiders go 4-0. They haven't so lost either yet. Yeah. Nope. Whenever you guys want to just give your thanks and shout out, Pinna deep, yep. by all means do it. I know we were given strong thanks. The football team thanked us largely for being 4-0, and so much so that they let us in the locker room on Saturday Night mm-hmm. Miles.
1: That was probably the best moment of the game for me and you probably as well. <laughs> yeah. We snuck down. We I want to snuck. We stormed the field just like I think most everyone did. Yeah. Um, got near the locker room and we're told no, we couldn't go in there. And before we knew it, someone grabbed us. We turned. Waka Flocka was next to me, and Coach Stoops was getting the, the troops rallied.
2: Yeah, it was stoops, crazy. Stoops, stoops, stoop's. Like troops. Like it was almost like that moment, like where we kind of. So on the field, had a hell of a time, we're about to leave and all of a sudden it's like the security had found us or something. We weren't sure what we'd done wrong. Maybe we thought we were about to get kicked out of the stadium but someone else was grabbing us by the back of the collar and just dragging us in and it was awesome. So to be a part of that locker room, Chris Oates was in there, yep. I believe they gave him the game ball It did. Um, yep. and it was just awesome to hear. Obviously, be, I mean, we, me and Miles have been a part of it but to be down there again after a big win, hear Coach Stoops speak to the players, um, see all the players, how elated they were and how happy they were, all the staff as well. Um, I think people underestimate how happy the staff get when, when we have big wins like that. It was just such yeah. a cool time to be a part of everything and, no and to it. be in the middle of it. And so, so what was the locker room like, though? Loud. Loud. <laughs> really just, loud. I
1: think, yeah, people have to understand the amount of work and effort that yeah. goes into, I mean, all For season. 12 times a game yeah, for literally. the
2: season. And, and really three to four opportunities. I don't want to discredit some of the games but three or four opportunities to beat powerhouse programs. Great. Right. And year. the
1: margin of error is so small yeah. in those games. And
2: we've had so many that have gone out the wrong way that it's just, it's just such a big moment. And, yeah. like, we – you know, our track history suggests we may not get those kind of wins every year. So when we do, make the most of it, have a good time. I know the guys would have, you know, celebrated fairly hard on Saturday night
0: and then they get back to work and we go to LSU. Here's my question, though. You guys have been in some big wins. Penn State – uh, Florida in 2018. What? How was that locker room environment compared to the ones when you all played? Still, nothing compares with Coach Stoops punching the hole in the, in the <laughs> roof against Missouri. Missouri was that's, good. That
2: was the best because it was just like it wasn't so much elation of that weird one. There was just, just no way so much that relief that we had managed to get to Georgia. I think undefeated or like with one loss at that time. Well, it's
0: because someone missed a kick at Texas A&M. Correct. Correct. <laughs>
2: We had one loss, and we knew we were going to play. for the And we thought for so long in that game, like, oh, my, we've blown our chance at the East. And yep. then it was just a, such an amazing play at the end. Everything happened so fast. We went back in there. The music got pumping. Stoops does his usual, like, somehow comes up with something that just gets the guys going, and he said, I'm jumping. Be, I, I remember the speech was something like, Whatever, whatever, whatever. Great job. Let's, mo- let's get ready for next week. Um, by the way, when I finish this, be ready because I'm jumping onto you guys. <laughs> then he kept going. Then he kept going. Then he just jumped. Then they dropped we were like, the oh, my, Yeah, the mom, it was so good. Punched the hole. But that's the best one I've been a part of. There's always great ones. I mean, all the ball games are so great. Mm-hmm. But you spend so much time out in the field after ball games that it kind yep. of the, – the locker room's good, But it's
0: like out on the field. I'd not. say that's also kind of bittersweet as well. It is,
1: because the bowl game's the last time I think people realize it's the last time that group's usually going to yeah. be together. There may be a meeting or something yeah. after, but and yeah, and that guy's going to NFL and stuff like even that. Even if
2: it's not you leaving, yep, it's your friends exactly, leaving. Exactly. So yeah. for me, obviously, like Miles and Tristan leaving after the Citrus Bowl was awesome, but it's just like, damn, this is the last game we're going to play together. Um, the next year we had like guys like Logan, uh, Mason Wolf was leaving, who was mm-hmm. one of my housemates. And then obviously last year in the bowl game, it was like, Damn, like, the closer the game got to the end, it was close, and I wanted to win, and I was so happy that I'd won, and then it's like, oh, well, yeah. this is the last game I'm ever going to play now. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's not like retiring from NFL or, like, the football that I played back home where you kind of hopefully get to choose the time when you want to go. It's just like, oh, your time's done, by the way. You can't play anymore. It's like, yeah. oh, that sucks.
1: Well, the good thing with those <laughs> bowls – no, 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 I'll do it in light not. The good thing with the bowls, Stoops almost always would dance. Yeah. When it, it seems – do well, not after the I don't the think – I, ha- I
0: didn't have a loss. Hold so on. That. I, I want to say, I don't think he did a lot of dancing after Music City Bowl probably in 2017. Not, but he, he would was come furious. in strutton,
1: strutting. He'd have some – turn that music on and get to dancing. I didn't see him dance Saturday night, though. Did you?
2: Uh, he was just in a smile. No, mode. yeah. There was no da- – uh, he wanted to get it going. He said, that we're going we're gonna to finish the speech. We're going to get the music uh, going. And yeah. then uh, uh, maybe the audio wasn't working or something. A bit, little bit like this show sometimes. <laughs> we're trying to work it out. Um, well, I
0: wonder if he was intimidated because Waka Faka was there. Because no music
2: really got going. Which I normally does in the I room, know.
0: But and, th- and one more thing about the atmosphere in the post game before we move on. Um, obviously, you all play, played your <coughs> all's first field storm. How was that? And before we get into what your all's experience was, for those of you who don't know, um, Max and Miles sit on the opposite side of the field, like in the family section. I'm in the seats I've had for, for years. So we stormed the field. They're on one and I'm on the other. And so this picture is surfacing around <laughs> of uh, – Max Miles hugging Josh in the Pinat Deep shirts by the way which you all can hopefully get soon. Um, and it's just funny because on the on the caption it's like Kentucky find a quarter of a a million dollars yeah, for that. rushing the field and it's just your are basically face. blaming Pinat
2: Deep yeah for the fact <laughs> that they're running on there so I appreciate that. Um, yeah yeah that is hilarious. Uh, yeah, how
0: did you how did you guys find the field storm? I found it to be very hot and sweaty.
2: Uh it was so sweaty yeah. like really 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 sweaty especially because like we were we know so many of the players so we're embracing so many of the players and every time i was like oh this is going to be gross but uh oh, we got to do it um but just for me absolute ultimate jealousy so like okay. so much jealousy of like of i never players? yeah i yeah. never got that i never got like I know I would have been in the middle, like, helmet up in the air, like, trying to, like, revel in all the glory, try and get someone to lift me up on some shoulders or something. Like, that's bit. what I would have done. But so jealous that they get to be a part of that because we were so close two years ago. Yeah. Um, and that, yeah, that was so disappointing. But well, I, I was a
1: little bit – when we were sitting in the stands and right before the end of the game we saw all the – Bright vest come down. Mm-hmm. Max and I were kind of like, eh, I don't know if old Barnhart's going to let him do it tonight. And then the floodgates N- just no wide ones. open. Yeah, no, uh. no, Just strength in numbers, I guess.
0: Well, <laughs> one of the funniest things I saw, too, was um, <laughs> you talked about having your helmet off and smashing everything. Can we talk about how – did you all see this, how Jock West Jones he, lost his yeah. helmet and everyone was taking yeah. pictures He's with fun, it?
2: His helmet got stolen. They never got it back. So they never got back because they were talking about it today. I went down to the facility today. They never got back. You
1: think if they found <laughs> Bo Allen's helmet, they'd go in like the Guinness Book of World Records?
2: Yeah, you can't find it. It doesn't exist. <laughs> it's like 15 helmets kind of meshed together into one. I
0: wonder if that's why they're not wearing blue helmets. They're like, well, we've lost Jack Wes's helmet. Just <laughs> chrome helmets yeah, now. They don't, have every break don't have chrome helmets. Helmet. Yep. Oh man, what a, what a night! What a night, what Lexington! A night. Uh, and hopefully, and Saturday it's going to be just as big against LSU. It's another Keeneland another sellout. Before Keeneland before Keeneland. is
1: going to be good. Into the game, God, I'm excited.
0: Lexington is going to be a, a busy, busy week for the next well, honestly, month because you had Florida. You go and if you beat LSU, you're, this place is going to be buzzing. Even though it's a road game, that the next the next two weeks are what Kentucky fans dream of. No Maybe. doubt,
2: and I know our coach definitely. Well, maybe he didn't celebrate that hard. Nope. Because um, he, I got a text from him uh, just confirming that he would come on the show on Sunday morning at 5 a.m. Just give me a thumbs up. So he got up nice and early and was preparing. Well, there's, no way, there's no way he was nope. just going to bed. He, no, was, he no, just no. got up, he, gave him the thumbs up, and was ready to prepare. He,
1: didn't he tell us he had, I think, a breakfast with a recruit? Yep. So maybe it was like a very early He probably breakfast. went
0: for his morning jog. Yep. Yeah. Morning well, jog into yeah, the yeah. breakfast. Yeah, yeah he's, he's doing what he's got to do. CrossFit. You go when you win your biggest home game in your tenure, and you go to bed at, like, what? You know, 10 o'clock, wake up at 6, Just you have your man cup that, of coffee.
2: Like he, we see in a, in the interview coming up, especially a man that drinks about 8 to 10 coffees a day, probably so much, so caffeinated up he never really sleeps. Yeah.
0: Well, Well, I don't know. I'm, he might sleep <laughs> now and then. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I Actually, just get to Coach Stoops. (laughs) Yep. We are going to – so for those of you who don't know, we usually do the interview uh, before we do the first segment and everything. Um, We got pushed back to Tuesday because, you know, we're doing what we got to do. We got to make a way for Coach Stoops. So let's stop beating around the bush. Let's get to the guy, the man of the hour, Mark Stoops. Yep. Great. Well, well, well. You nervous? You should
3: be. Oh, yeah up nervous you better be nervous <laughs> be careful by the way. these headsets i've
1: seen you toss a few so be careful with these these are nice equipment don't start with me all right <laughs> you
3: too We'd you guys if you keep it all on. Right, first of all i'm going to ask the question <laughs> okay uh, I, I i want you guys to explain a little bit i've been hearing little bits and pieces what have you been talking some smack about me behind oh you know what i mean never smack just what, the what, truth oh just, oh, just the just truth oh, okay well yeah. that's
2: So it's flattering then? If you said true or not true to any of our stories, it'd always be true. Is is it flattering to me? Very flattering. Always nice stuff. Okay, okay. okay. Always nice stuff. All right, go go ahead. How happy are you at the moment with the team? Obviously everything's going pretty well. Um, Big win, biggest win probably at home, and maybe in your tenure. How happy are you at the moment?
3: Well, uh, obviously very, very pleased, Um, you know, and I know it's not coach speak um, it's on to the next opportunity, you know, for us. Um, So uh, we get to enjoy them for less than 24 hours. The players get to enjoy them until you walk in here on Monday meetings. And uh, you know, but for the coaches, we enjoy them Saturday night. And then it's back to work Sunday morning. We've had a really busy time, you know, for me, when you we we've had some recruits on campus for official visits, which is great, but it also to me is very time consuming because our, our the, you're so busy anyway getting ready for the game. You're stressed, and then you have the game, and then uh, you know afterwards it's recruiting and Sunday it's recruiting. I was recruiting breakfast yeah. Monday morning, yeah. so you know it's been a busy time along with wrapping up and then preparing for the next opponent.
1: Gotcha. Talk a little bit about the crowd Saturday night. We were at the game. I think that's the loudest I've heard. I've been here. Um, obviously, made an impact on their offense. I think a little bit.
3: There, there's no question. Um, without a doubt, just one of the best atmospheres since I've been here. True home field advantage, as I've mentioned. Thank you to the BBN because they really, you know, had had a, a factor in the outcome of the game. Yep. You know, when you're at one one point in time, we were they were third and one. Mm-hmm. Then it goes to third and six and third and eleven, and we get to stop. I mean, that's a big deal. And then you know, late in the game on, the, on that drive as well, the the pre snap penalty. I mean, that's huge, and obviously the fans had an effect on that.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we can guarantee me and Miles were screaming our lungs out. Stop Lucky it. we didn't have to do this a couple of days yeah. ago. We'd lost our voice. <laughs> yeah. Um, the defense, obviously, a big improvement recently. Kind of started off maybe a little bit shaky in the year, and it's it's really improved. Lost bully on Saturday night. Josh was still able to anchor it down and hold us up. How big is that being for us? Oh, uh, the defense has been exceptional the last two weeks.
3: Early in the year, we were just inconsistent. You know, doing some really good things at times, inconsistent at other times. Um, but that's what you have to see is our as our coaches hold the players accountable and really show them the film. You see when we do things right, uh, good things are happening. And people don't really understand that. They they think you know, an individual. Like certainly, there's some individuals that can have an out impact on a game. And we saw that with Josh this mm-hmm. past week and others. But on defense, if you don't have all 11 guys doing exactly what they're supposed to do, you're going to get exposed against good teams. The last two weeks, not only are we playing exceptionally hard and executing the defense, but you're seeing everybody in the position they need to be in.
2: You talked in a press conference a couple of weeks ago about uh, maybe having to give some advice to Coach Cohen about yeah. how he speaks to the media. What would you say to him, and uh, how's that relationship going, and the offense is no has been maybe a little bit stagnant the last couple of weeks. How's that looking to improve? No, the,
3: the relationship's great. I have all the confidence in the world in Liam, and uh, I, I'm teasing about that. I don't need to educate him on anything. <laughs> He's been around. He knows, you know, but, uh, you know, I guess through the years you do, you know, sometimes you do, uh, you, you know, when you tend to be – I try to be very authentic, but when you tend to be brutally honest, sometimes it will get piled up on you. That's Use it I mean. against you a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Not you Not you two, though. Not exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's right
1: we talked Saturday night just how big of a program changing win that was and just kind of going back since you've been here, some of the bigger wins. Three of them, I think, at the Swamp Saturday night and then when Austin hit the kick versus Mississippi State. Oh. Three of them had Mullen on the other sideline. Is there a little rivalry there? I know he's kind of an offensive guru. didn't even the defensive look, guy. I, I
3: didn't even look at it that way. You know, no. I really didn't. Yep. I mean, I don't really rank them. You all can. Yep. You guys are doing your thing now and hopefully doing very well and you know <laughs> becoming successful, but for me, uh, I don't really have time to think about them like that or rank them or anything like that. I got you. The
2: offensive guru versus the defensive guru doesn't just have a little bit extra for you? <laughs> no, I mean, shoot, heck, we're fighting and clawing trying to win every game. You do, know, you, so. do you get a chance ever to talk to any of the other SEC coaches? Obviously, you'd probably have SEC media day. But outside of that, do you guys ever really communicate at all?
3: Yeah, I, I do. Uh, uh, you know, keep that between us. I mean, certainly there's been a lot of turnover, Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, in the last – in general, there's been a lot of turnover since I've been here, of course. Yeah. But even in the last couple of years, uh, you know, with COVID, us missing some meetings, um, you know, when we get back in, 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 uh, in-person in meetings now, it's quite different mm-hmm. than even like three years yeah. ago. Yeah. Um, but I have quite a few friends and, and some guys that are no longer coaching, but I keep in touch with them very well because I came, became good friends with them. We were saying, because
1: there's a talk that Coach Saban, all of his former assistants, have like a group message. Of all the coaches that mm. were together must champion some of them mm. you could have one within your own family do you all of your brothers have a group message you
3: all kind of talk no. back and forth about football nothing no no <laughs> i can't stand group messages i can't keep <laughs> up i can't keep up with my phone you know yeah. I, I i really hate not getting back to people mm-hmm. and uh because i appreciate appreciate them taking the time just to reach out to me and i'm grateful but like right now, I'm really having a hard time. I hate I not getting mm-hmm. back to people, yeah. but I can't keep up with it. And there's nothing worse than a group message where people are just ding, ding, yeah, ding, yeah. ding. That, that, no, that's not. It <laughs> that just that. gets the automatic yeah, swiped away. No, that's I don't. I
2: really just. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but who who's the best coach amongst the, the brothers? Do you ever have a little bit of rivalry, maybe around Christmas time or something, and talk a well, bit of shit with each the, other?
3: We 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 talk a little smack, that's yeah. for sure. But uh,
2: but you know what,
3: honestly. When you go through what we go through, everybody talks about that or whatever. But I mean, people don't realize how this business affects your life. Yep. I mean, it's. I mean, it, it, it just it's your life. You know what I mean? Yep. And so, uh, when people talk like that, th- there's really no time. Like we're the type of people where there's really no time for it. You know what I mean? Yep. Like we don't get to see each other that much. When we do. You know, we really don't get into football unless we do that for a reason. If we say, hey, let's get together and talk football, then we'll do that. If we're together on vacation or family deal, then it's really about that, about the families, about the kids. And, you know, that's all lighthearted fun. We could joke about it. But to be honest with you, we're all sick of that shit. You (laughs) know what I mean? It's like the last thing we need to do is continue
2: to poke at each other. Plenty of people do that to us. So... With with going on that, obviously um, there's kind of stories out there about you guys used to sit down at the kitchen table and your dad would run you through the off defensive stuff and make you sit down and watch game film. Is that true? And if it is, uh, how much of influence did he have on your coaching career and the philosophy and all the way you go about coaching? Well,
3: part of it's true. The way you phrased it is not true. Okay. Okay, so um, we grew up um, – our defense philosophy, I mean, it, it may have just sunk into us, you know what I mean? But but like my dad was a long time ago in, in, you know, the anniversary of his death is coming up in just a few days. And so, you know, the impact he had on all of us was, you know, monumental. I mean, mm-hmm. he had the most influence on all of us without question. But that's a true story. But we didn't think nothing of it. It mm-hmm. was just the way we grew up. I mean, every day in the fall, we get home if this was our kitchen table this would be the 16 millimeter film and and he would just use the refrigerator as his white you know as the backdrop yeah, yeah. and that was a fact i mean he would just sit there and go on and write his notes and just watching watching film right there i mean every day and we'd just sit there in the dark and eat our food and whatever it was yeah. you know and uh, you have your own little notebook no <laughs> no i'd just be getting up saying dad i'm gonna get the milk you know, <laughs> and get to whatever and he'd be like go right ahead do what you got to do you know and uh but he wouldn't, you know, he wouldn't say much. He'd just sit there and do his work, and we would just sit there at the table, and we might have some conversation, we might not. And he just, you know, that's just, that, that was a fact. That was about every day when we grew up, just, just, uh, you know, him doing his work.
1: Cool. Going off that, I mean, talk about the impact that he had. Chris Oates' stuff going on, Coach Slarman's stuff going on. You said, you know, it's it's this is your life, everything going on at once. How did you balance that these past few years? I know that's had to take quite a toll on you but just writing the ship and keeping it going in the right direction despite all that.
3: Yeah, I mean brutally hard because uh you know, just the family, you know, it's so important. I've gone through my own, you know, yeah. situation family wise and it's just hard, you know. Um, you feel like there's only so much of you mm-hmm. that could go around, yet you have a responsibility to a lot of guys. Mm-hmm. You guys know when you're here, you know, when you're here with me and the way you are you try to be there for everybody. I had to recruit, you know, a parent, or our team actually tell me, you know what your problem is, Coach, and I'm like, no, what? one of your problems is, and I'm like, well, I got a lot of them. <laughs> but, uh, but she said, you're too accessible. And I said, well, that's a good thing. And yeah. if, mm-hmm. if my office, if I'm too accessible, then, but you do get spread thin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But with Leanne and the family and the, and the kids still keep in touch, she texts me after the game, and you know, she sat in the suite not too long ago, she's still a huge part of this family. And uh, you know, with Chris, um, you know, you have a tendency to get wrapped up in everything that you get wrapped up in. So we started to go funny early on. Mm-hmm. People did so well, and then I heard about Kim not being able to in her truck, you know, breaking down, and getting Chris mm-hmm. to rehab and you know and and you know, and so I got her down here, you know, we rented, we rented a truck, got her down here in. in and then i'm like wait a minute let's get the bbn behind this again and then we started a foundation mm. and uh the bbn came through once again mm. and thank you because you know that 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 that's where i mean it takes all of us and supporting chris and so that's good but then we also set, you know set up a foundation and i got some people involved and and boom within a week we raised over a hundred thousand dollars to buy the, the truck and keep the gofundme where the fans donated for Kim to use that and Chris to use that for hopefully years to come for different things. But, you know, my friends and I stepped up and got the the, the new van done in a week. And that's what, you know, that's what this is all about. And that's what, that's what's special.
2: I think that's definitely something that people just overlook and accept as that's your job in terms of like, You're managing 100 players, you're managing all the coaching staff, you're overseeing an SEC football program, which is massive, and you've got all these other things going on in your personal life. Most people just get to go home from work, they'll sort that stuff out in all their spare time. You don't have spare time like that, you're Mm -hmm. always stretching thin, you're recruiting, keeping the guys here happy, keeping the staff Mm -hmm. happy. How are you able to manage all that, keep that... Kind of, and without going insane, like without just wanting to crawl up into a ball and say, this is enough.
3: Yeah, you know, I think that's where the Youngstown in me comes out. You know, it's hard to define what Youngstown is and what it, you know, it's all about really in, uh, but I think, you know, down deep, just like grit and resiliency is what it's all about. You know, in, in, you know, looking at different things and thinking about messaging to the team today you know, and, and to them, you know, it's like, you know, the, the the old, you know, story about, like, overnight success. Well, how do you become an overnight success? Well, you, you wake up every day and you work your ass off mm. your whole life. And our players have done that. You guys have done that. You know what I mean? And, like, okay, now we're in a good position. But it's like you got to capitalize on it and remember what got you to this position. You know, and that's, you know, for me – You know, there's just – there's such a big obligation. You know, you talk about too much is given, much is expected. And there's a lot of people that expect a lot from me. Yep. And Mm -hmm. I feel that obligation. I feel an obligation to produce and put out a good team on the field. I feel an obligation to every player here. You guys know that. Mm -hmm. You know me personally. You know, in that – do I do a great job at it? I try, but I mean, I guarantee I miss. You know, but like I tell you, like I tell the other players, I can't read every person. There's 150 people in this building. Yeah. I can't read everybody's mind, mm. but if there's things on their mind, things I could do better, I need to know, and I want to talk to you about it, and I want to try to sort through it, and that it gets overwhelming. I think over nine years, I've become better at it, you know, but there's still not enough time in the day. You know, you still feel like it keeps you up at night, like I'm missing the boat on this, or I'm missing that, or, man, I need to reach out, you know, to this person or that person, and, you know, and those are the things that keep you up like what am
2: I not doing you know yeah. um, going off that how special so there was a moment on the weekend yourself Wanda and Vince kind of embracing as the game was over mm. how how much how much of a chance do you get to kind of smell the roses and say look all, everything's tough all the time it's day after day grind after grind but then you get to sit back and, hey, we just, I just achieved something that every coach would want to win an SEC game in front of my home crowd against Florida, who historically we haven't been able to do much. How, how much of a chance do you get to sit back sometimes and go, you know, this is all, all the hard stuff's been worth it because I'm achieving things I'd love, I'd love to achieve? And, you know, really never. Yeah. You know,
3: that that's not in the program. You know what I mean? That's not in the cards right now. You know, it's just not. It's always – you know, I have to get. What do I have to do? Well, I have to do media. I have to do my radio show. I have to go meet with recruits. I got to address the team.
2: Talk to ICD. I, I, I got <laughs> to
3: talk, yeah, talk to you. I got a lot to do. You know what I mean? And uh, you know, uh, I'm texting Chase. You know, Saturday night, man. What what time? What time am I on tomorrow morning? Like, what time do I got to go meet recruits? What time's recruiting breakfast? What do I got to do? You know what I mean? Give me my neck because that that's what I was thinking of my next schedule. Does
2: always it next does, step. Yeah. Does it give you? Does it kind of make you feel like it's all worth it, though, when moments like Saturday night happen? Definitely. Because, you know,
3: if you didn't want that, then don't do it. Yeah. You know, um, I, I don't do this for a paycheck. You know yeah. what I mean? I do this for, um, you know, our players, our fan base, the community. You know what I mean? There's, it's way bigger than me. Mm-hmm. I tell you all that when, when you played for me, it's, it's not about you. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Right. No, I don't care who it is. It's, it's not about you. Well, the same thing. It's not about me at all it's about all of it i'm the i'm the the person in this position i'm the person in this chair for now that's not going to last forever you know i'm not going to be the head coach of kentucky forever that's fact and so you know uh, i'm the person holding down the chair i have no no desire to go leave that chair right now but 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 eventually somebody else will be there so it's not about me and um you know it's it's about everybody
1: I think everybody knows, you know, if we talk to players, we've had a few on already, any radio shows you hear about players, they always ask about you. And they all say that you're your players coach, you're all about the guys. How does that feel to have that
3: reputation among the guys? Just well, a unanimous feeling. Well, you know what's interesting about that now is now that's the invoked thing to be. Right. But I've been that for 35 years. It wasn't always cool so to be like it that. It wasn't cool to be no. like that. It was the, the you know, you got to be this, that, that. Well, now all of a sudden, because of the transfer portal, you, you want to be – a, a player's coach right. but I've never apologized for that my whole right. life yeah. that that doesn't mean I I I, I just feel like you, you get way more out of people if they know you care about them and you're authentic mm-hmm. and then now I can pull the truth out of you because it's like a bank man I keep on you know if I invest in you mm-hmm. there's going to be times where I got to pull that out right and if they don't love you if they don't believe you and they know you're fake you're not getting that so i've always had a great relationship started with really easy for me as a position coach because that's just my nature and you're in there all the time with them you spend time and then it became a defense and then as a program as an organization that gets back to your question earlier that that you feel like am do i have my arms around this whole thing this whole beast and i try yeah but that's a big thing to put your whole your arms around make sure i have a relationship with everybody yeah and that people can trust me, like I'm, a, I'm in a blind spot here. What about this? What about that? And I have to listen to them, but that takes a long time, and, and you have to have
2: great people. And I think I think the main thing, and me and Miles can attest to this, and I'm sure you feel great about this, is so many guys on camera would say nice things about their coach, and then in the background they're saying oh, opposite. I can guarantee you, the stuff that we say on camera is the stuff we're saying behind too, which is yep. awesome, obviously. But what my question would be, you're dealing with 18 to 22 year olds and you're kind of, I always say this when I talk to guys on the other teams, there's not a whole lot of rules here. We don't, there's not a whole lot of like discipline and like we're kind of left to our own devices. How good we want to be, we're able to be. We've got all the facilities, everything like that. How hard is it sometimes to be like, man, I'd love to put my foot down here. and But we kind of, the guys seem to learn better with the fact that they're free to do what they want. Yeah, you
3: have to do what's right.
2: I mean, our rules are
3: you do what's right. If yep. you handle yourself and do what's right, then you're not going to have a lot of rules. You have a ton of rules. Well, then you better enforce them or else then you're going to look like an idiot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know and I know, that doesn't mean we hold, you have to hold people accountable. You know and do the right things, but if you got ten thousand rules, well, you're checking off those boxes. You know that that, that's not right. That's kind of like religion to me. Like you know, check off a box. I went to church. I did this. You know what I mean? So does that make me perfect? Because I went to church? No, your relationship with Christ. You know what I mean? And you know, what is your relationship? It's the same way in here. It's like what is our relationship to each other? You know what what is our obligation to each other? And that's where we're hitting it here. And I believe our players, our organization, we care about each other. You turn on the film and you see how hard those guys play. They're they're not playing for me. They're playing for each other.
2: Yeah. When you play that hard, and you know the, you're playing for the whole group. Um, I guess last one before we maybe get to some stuff that you might enjoy a little bit more. <laughs> um, how how big? So obviously you've set up the program and you've facilitated it all. But how big has it been to have some of the players that have come in? Drake, Landon, Courtney Love, just for a couple of examples. There's so many that, firstly, is that part of the way that you recruit to choose people like that? Because I think we don't have any egos on the team. We've never had any guys that kind of fall out of line. It's always been guys that just come in, do their work, get it done, set the example, and they've been able to, like you said, we're, we're a player-led team. Yeah. Um, how important is that in recruiting? And then how important has that been to be able to back you up in building the program? It's huge because it's everything we just
3: talked about. It's not about you, it's not about me, it's about the organization you're going to play harder for everybody when it means something when you have to answer to everybody when it comes we touched on discipline when we touched on rules we touched on all that well you have to answer to everybody you know and that's where it's bigger than me you know you you, you want to come in very few times do i got to bring guys in my office and just yeah. all of a sudden have to come to jesus meeting you know what i mean because why it's handled before it gets to me yeah. And that's where you know you know you got good things in place. We're not perfect, but but I mean, it's it's about everybody and answering to everybody. No coffee today? Oh yeah. What's what's the everyone? I got a new machine right around this corner here. Oh yeah. Starbucks. I don't don't have to. It's basically like it's like Starbucks, but I I always start with my Starbucks. But now I got I got this machine over here. It's it's pretty good. We talk a lot about the coffee on the show.
2: We love it. Firstly, what is your coffee order? And secondly. You like to kind of swirl it yourself? Do you not heard of a spoon? Do you want to? Should we take this uh,
3: program on the road? at just five feet away here, and I could show you how I make my new machine. Yes, yeah, can we do that, uh, again? That, that? Okay. So my my coffee is a grande, non fat latte. Okay, from Starbucks. Okay. Just a, you, usually a triple, triple okay. grande non fat latte. All right. Okay. But I've kind of learned to uh, make one here. Let ask Abby if she
2: could get us some milk. Okay. I mean, hold, hold on, hold on, man, hold on. <laughs> We just got him thinking I mean, about coffee, and now he's just, just after going. A little bit of milk, from the
0: that we're on the move. Yeah. All right. Well,
2: we gotta wait till we get some milk. That's oh, do you want to keep going? Then we we'll, yeah. We just added it in, Frank. Yep. Yep. We'll, we'll keep
3: going, or we could. Uh, I could get started when I get the milk, but I got a whole machine here. So. Wow. I wow. mean, my, uh, my kids uh, sent it to me for for Father's Day. So oh, there that you go. Was a, that was the awesome gift
1: it's a convenient gift because we've heard a story that you nearly got
3: there' right, there's see there's you go, steven johnson right, let me let me tell stevie you, you're on you're on a podcast right now with miles and max you know these clowns have you been listening to that <laughs> have you been listening yeah so it's good. Let me let me finish up with these guys. I'll call you back. I hear you may be coming right, in this sir. week, right? Yes, sir. Good. Look forward to seeing you, buddy. I'll call you back. All right. Bye. All right.
1: There's a story. It may be a tale, or it may be true. Not a tale. That you nearly got ran over in the Starbucks parking lot. It's good that the machine's here now to keep you away from any danger and he was the driver. I want to hear your
3: side of that story. Well, he wasn't paying attention. I think oh. he was looking at his uh, phone, oh, texting or whatever. Probably you know, one of those annoying oh, group messages. Oh, oh, oh Yeah, or all his girlfriends, you oh. know, and uh, <laughs> he's looking down and I'm just going to get my Starbucks and he tries to run me over, yeah.
2: Uh, I don't know how true that is, but that that's fine. I think you were yeah. very infatuated with he, your coffee at the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Obviously, NIL stuff's come around, mm-hmm. um, and you'd be a great one for Starbucks. But just in general, I, I feel like me and Miles have noticed when you've been here, just so natural in front of the camera with your acting, dancing, mm-hmm. obviously, after games, those mm-hmm. kind of things. Yeah. Was that just something you were born with, or what is that? You've got the mic drop. You've got the well, Coke Zero ad out mm-hmm.
3: now. Well, I mean, you know... The dancing was a work in progress. I yep. mean, you know, the, the older I get, the stiffer I get. So, I mean, that they, Marquand was going to teach me some new stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're trying to educate me a little bit. Abby I said thought, that sometimes I mean, she
2: hears the music coming from your office and you're kind of doing a bit of choreography yeah. yourself. I mean, just ask Walker.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. um, Marty and
1: McGee. Yeah. Yep. You went on there. We watched your interview with them. Uh-huh. We've got several questions from that. First, they asked uh-huh. you what your song at the wedding would be to get you dancing, oh, well, and they shoot. had to bleep all of it out. There was you never came up with the 25 song. 25
2: Profanity said what in was the song? Song? What was it was I have no idea.
3: I don't know. I mean, I'll tell you who has a good playlist Coach Morrow. You okay. know what I mean? And he goes he goes to all extremes. I, I got to give him credit, but I don't know the names. Like, I don't pay attention, man. You just hear it. And you get I out. just hear it. I'm like, I like that. That's yeah, a good yeah, one. that's yeah, good.
2: Alright, the coffee's here. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. We're on the move. We're on the move. We want to say this firsthand.
0: So this is the portion of the interview when Coach Stoops takes us back and shows us his little coffee maker that he has conveniently right in the meeting room where they discuss all their game plans, everything like that. If you would like to see that, how fun of an experience that was, head over to at PennantDeepKSR. We will tweet out the link to the video. Give it a watch. Great stuff. Now, let's get back to the interview. He's good. got his coffee
2: now, so he's yeah. happy. So we cheered yeah. him up a little bit. He was in a bad mood before. Yeah, be, yeah. There we there go. We go.. A little um, swell. There you go.
1: I'm not letting um, him off easy on the Marty McGee, though, because we've got the one last one.
2: Oh, let's, um, let's, uh, let's chuck that in here. Wait, let's okay. just chuck that in here. Yeah, okay. We'll get back to yep, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. All right. So this could be – I've always wondered this. This is kind of something that's always intrigued me. So mm-hmm. a basketball coach – uh, loves their basketball. Always knows everything about basketball. Every intricate detail. Kind of coaches it. Our swimming coach does all. Knows everything about swimming. Our soccer coach. Same thing. Like they're expert on soccer. They know everything. But you're a head coach. But you want uh, talk about the expertise they have in kick in the kicking oh, oh, game. Oh,
3: that you know, oh, I. I was going to say them. you're you're a head coach. So what do you yeah. specialize in? Well, of course, defense. I mean, what's going on? What's going on, what's going on what's I mean, I'm not going to, because it says HBC yeah. next to me, headball coach, you know, doesn't mean, <laughs> does not mean I'm an expert in everything. Like I go tell you, Hey, plant the foot here, plant. I mean, you know, like, come on, let's be honest. You have your own professional, like a lot of kickers, like use people even outside of the building yeah. and you know, you grow up, you know, being taught by people and learning what you, you learn just because I'm a head coach does not make, I love how head coaches become head coach and all of a sudden they're an expert in everything. Well, that's, my, that's My expertise is defense. Yeah. So even okay. when I'm not out there on the field, every bit of film, every bit of the structure, every bit of it. Like I am so lucky to have Brad White, you know, uh, John Summerall, Frank Bufano, yeah. yeah. you know, Chris. I mean, those guys do a great job. And this, this sport is so damn big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's so many nuances. I mean, literally people don't realize. Like when I was a DB coach, man, I loved it. But I broke that. Crap, I was going to say the S word, but I don't know <laughs> where this could go. I broke that stuff down to a science. I'm talking about lean, step, hand placement. You know, I mean, just loved it. And Then you get removed from it a little bit because you're a coordinator, yeah. defense coordinator. Yeah. And you get a little more removed about what you love, mm-hmm. digging into the, like, I mean, specific science. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a golf coach. Yep. which in turn I relate to you guys right. you know gonna, what I mean yeah, and yep. so <laughs> but that's that's what I was I love that and then you become a coordinator get a little more removed from that and then you become a head coach and you get a little more removed from everything and that that sucks yeah you know I love that and but I also love being a head coach you know and so it's really hard and you want to talk about getting spread yeah doing all the things we just talked about and going and have to be a defense coordinator now I still love watching the film but that it bothers me because i get pulled in a million directions I just ran all morning and i promise you guys to try to help you guys out <laughs> help you build your brand you know what i mean but i mean this is time right now yeah. you know what i mean i got to get in there and i love watching the film yeah but you get pulled a million different directions
2: yeah and that, and that's great you brought that up because i know you're always hands off with us you never really get too involved with anything that we're trying to do i remember one south carolina game in particular where you definitely kept out of the punt huddle and well, you didn't actually. You came screaming out, Max. You grabbed me and you were throwing your arms around, in red in face, and said, "Hoop it, put it up, put it, up, it up, up in the air, uh, up as high as you can." Up. Little did you know, we'd planned a punt that was like the lowest punt we have yeah. in the game. I came off. You gave me a high five. You said, "Well done." I think you've, uh, <laughs> I think you've got a little story too. <laughs> Eku mm-hmm. Austin was injured. Yeah, I'm out there warming
1: up, mm-hmm. tight as could be, in yeah. a certain area of the body. Yeah, uh, you come walking up, angry. Mm -hmm. And he said, listen here, pencil. You better pencil not, something. You that's said, not true. No, that's you, not, not, you, "You guys exactly." You said, "Listen here, pencil. You better not miss a kick tonight." And then you laughed and said, yeah, "You'll be fine." Yeah, exactly. I that, felt much better after the uh, laugh at the end. I didn't feel good at the beginning. Okay.
2: We and, always enjoy. We always enjoy your advice. Any coaster, you know, tips or great Always, yeah. always get the golf club. Kick out the damn ball through the goalpost. <laughs> yeah, that's right. um The other thing we love about you, your, your mannerisms. Mm-hmm. Love all the sayings. Obviously, your favorite ones, normally true or not true. Yeah. True. 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 So we've got some true or not trues for oh, you. Okay, so you okay, can okay. either answer All true right. or not true, oh, okay. or you can explain it. I got to get back to work. <laughs> right, <that's laughs> First question true or not true? True. Always true. Yeah. All right. Second, you can't beat anyone until you stop beating yourself. True. Florida
1: had
3: a little trouble with that, didn't they? Do you, yeah. Do you hear that? You got to say that slowly. You can't beat anybody Only until you stop beating yourself. yourself. Yeah. Football 101. 101. Reap what you sow.
2: True. Boys do what they want to do. Men do what they have to do. True. Can't just pull the covers up in the morning, can you? You can't, man. Hey, listen.
3: It gets back to earlier. What do you, how do you do it? You know, what do you do? Yeah. You know, it's like you can't be defeated. You know, we, I used that word a couple wor- weeks ago, wo- ago defeatism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because you don't get the result you want, you don't play. And we won. But it's like you either stay defeated mm-hmm. or you, you respond.
2: Do the little things, so the big things aren't so big. That's right. Do do the that's little. Right things. That's
3: right, or that's true. That's false. That's false. Do do the little things, and big things will happen. Mm-hmm. You can say it a lot of different ways. Yeah. Okay, but if I you like if it. you take care of the little things, uh-huh. yeah. little thing, little thing, little thing, little thing, big things are going to happen.
2: Yeah. We love all the sayings, and we normally understand all of them. Mm-hmm. One that I'm just going to give you a little inside information that none of the players have any clue what it means, but what? you say it all the time. Which one? Which one? Stay in the red room. Where's the red room? What room is it? Why is it red? It's not red. Is it, <laughs> it's is it? not red, you knucklehead.
3: It's gray. Grey room. That's boxing. That well,
2: okay, so the boys have yeah. said that your favorite one's red room. So no, have you you've been messing that up or a you're, you're, you're
3: thinking of that movie, Red Room, Red Room. Remember that that what was that old movie? You guys are too old. Remember that I the shining. The shining. The shining. Yeah, the shining. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you guys don't know. You're not paying attention. Where's the gray room then? That's in boxing, man. You gotta like you know there comes a time it's just talking about that same fight just a different analogy what we were just talking about okay like in, in a box the the boxers you're gonna like get hit you get hit you get hit you get hit okay and and there's gonna time where you either you fight back to survive or you fight back to win oh well you
2: might want to clear mm-hmm. that up with them because they've got no idea No, so you clarify don't.
3: that in the team meeting chad pennington uh, Chad Pennington came yeah. in, he he probably delivers it a lot better than me, but Chad came and talked to the team and gave a great speech, and that was one I, I borrowed from him. Mm. Chad kind of talked about that, and he did it much more eloquently than, than I did, I'm sure, and we'll have to get him back to, to explain that, but Chad's an incredibly smart person and uh, really intelligent and gave a great analogy. That was, but this was this was during one of our difficult times. This might have been five, six, seven years ago when we were on the, on, on the brink, you know, yeah. and, and Chad really was uh, very unselfish with his time and came in and talked to the team, and I really remember that and appreciate that. You always have
1: good quotes like we're saying
3: on Mondays. Mm-hmm. What's your source of most of them? Where do you get them from? I spend a lot of time uh, thinking about the motivation. You know, that's that's you know, guys. After nine years, you know, the, you got to make sure you keep it somewhat fresh yep. mm-hmm. and have the right messaging for guys, and and, uh, um, and so I use I lean on Jason Cummings a lot mm-hmm. It helps me. And Jason is so intelligent. You guys have listened to him, and you know he takes me on retreats. And I've gone to, I've listened to generals. I've listened to people that they can't even say their real name because they're that secretive in the in the military. Mm-hmm. And 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 we've been all over. And honestly, he's one of the most talented guys I've ever listened to. He captivates me, mm-hmm. and uh, he really helps me because he's also here. You could bring right. in professional people, but they don't know our team, right? He's here. He understands. He's at games. He's watching. He's observing. He gives me, you know, some thoughts. This is what I saw. You know, mm. you, you handled this really good. Maybe think about handling this maybe differently here. You know, all that stuff. He, he I mean, the guy taught leadership at West Point. He, he knows yeah, a few things pretty about good pretty Pretty good. Yeah. And so he really, and he's here, and he works with me daily. works with our staff. He works with our team. And I, and I like leaning on him.
2: How many of the quotes come from just a few days at the Stoops column? What is the Stoops Column, and uh, give us the background on that. The Stoops Column, that's, oh, that's back in the day when we were all Hawkeyes. You know, my brother Bob, Mike,
3: and I all played at Iowa. And uh, there was a bar there, and our buddy owned it, and uh, it was called the uh, Sports Column. Okay. So, you know, by chance there was probably one of us in there every night, so it became the Stoops Column. <laughs> you know. Good food there? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what would be your order there? Well, they had a, in the back, they had a, a basketball, a regular-size free-throw Okay. That the net fed it back to you. Yeah. But, but it wasn't like a pop shot. It was a, it just a, a yeah, throat. yeah. And so you know, Shoot yeah, shots. I, I was pretty good. Shoot the shots. Did you yeah. didn't
1: you use that yesterday? Didn't you have a little I a, competition I had a, rec- I
3: had a recruiting dinner last night, and uh-huh. uh, thanks to Lex Live because it was perfect. You know, there was Sunday night games on, yeah. and and uh, you know went down and had some good food, and um, and then. Uh, I had to go in the over in that little room, you yeah. know, and play some pop shot. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I took care. He of didn't business. know what was coming. him. You know, he owes me a commitment. <laughs> <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs>
2: took care of business last night. We got so, we got two four two more yeah. for you, right. along with the stoops column. Since I have finished playing, I've been lucky enough to come over for a drink. Mm-hmm. You normally treat me to the. I mean, it's probably spare change for you, but treat me to the nice bowl of pappy. Yeah. True you or not me, true, true, our, true? True or not yeah. true? You get so annoyed when I decide to put some of this. Yeah, I'm gonna in hit you right over the head. The I'm
3: gonna hit you right. I'm gonna bop you on the head. You can't come over to my house and me offer you a nice uh, little pour of pappy, and you're gonna put coke in it. You know people are gonna beat you up over that. right? You're not, you're not in Australia anymore. Here, you know what I mean. I'm giving you. You're not getting pappy if uh, you're gonna put coke in The it. first time
2: I did that, the look on your face—it oh. was like you'd seen a ghost. Oh yeah, that's not going down again. You know what I <laughs> mean? Yeah. And yeah. the last one that we've got—you talked about group chats. Hate and them. you hate them so we're yeah. glad that you just delete those because you probably don't even know this mm-hmm. so when when i was playing me miles tristan grant all the specialists always get together 1am 2am whenever it was where we felt it was necessary and we were hydrated enough to get the confidence to do it uh-huh. we'd just add you into our group chat send you a little message and then delete it um and then remove you. did you ever look at them or is that just something that you just don't even look at I really did. You're, you're, you're lucky. I did, I did not. No, I did not. Hey, Coach, yeah. we loved you. Thank you so I much for being on. I appreciate, I appreciate your time. It's been
3: awesome. You guys will make a good living. I'm glad you're doing so well. I'm always here for you and appreciate being on. Thanks, party. guys. Appreciate not it. So
0: I don't know about you guys, but, I mean, obviously you, you all know him, but just being there watching you all get to do that Stoops interview, which you guys got him into his comfort zone, I would say, which is what was really cool. Um, just to see him that loose and that transparent is something we've never seen before, I don't think. I've seen it. Well, I mean, you've seen it. I mean, A time or two. I've seen it a couple of times. A little bit. <laughs> but the fact that like he came on mid-season and did that was just really dope, and we really want to appreciate uh, Stoops.
2: No, awesome. Awesome to have him. Uh, love spending time with Coach Stoops. It's always great. And just to catch up with him in general, to be honest, was yeah. awesome. Uh, I hadn't seen him in a little while, obviously. He talked about during the interview how busy he is and how he gets spread thin, so just to see him and sit down with the great man for a little while was good. Um, and, uh, yeah, some obviously some funny moments during the interview too. I could not believe he took us to go make a coffee with <laughs> the field him.
1: Trip. The field trip was a nice pit um,
0: stop. He clearly and had some of his own stuff planned, which was hilarious. <laughs> and we're going to have to put that probably like – so obviously the audio is not going to hear us. So if you want to see uh, Coach Stoops make his coffee, uh, head over to our Twitter at k s r We may put it up on YouTube as well. Um, on the KSR YouTube, but that was just really cool. And, and something on the on the the back end of this that n- no one really knows. What was funny is when we were setting this up with Coach Stoops. This has been weeks of the making. We've been talking about it. I was like, well, maybe we can get him on after the season or after something like that. But we knew we had this stretch coming up of Florida, LSU, Georgia. And Max, you texted him. and You were like, hey, Coach, would uh would love to get you on. And he texts back full oh, he, confidence. He texts
2: me twenty times. But yeah, okay. Oh well, yeah. Well. <laughs>
0: But the, sincerely, he yeah. in full confidence texts back, and this is the most baller shit I've ever seen. He's just like, let me come on after we get this win or one of these wins yeah. or something like that. Like, that's so that's so dope.
1: I liked when we showed up today. Unfortunately, we didn't get video of this. As we're walking down the hallway, we're headed into his office a little bit early trying to set things up. And we just hear from down the hallway, look at these idiots. Look at the idiots.
0: <laughs> Speaking of looking like idiots, you were still in the banana costume for the interview. Part of it. <laughs> I'm not going to commit so, to the whole thing. So, for the people
2: listening, we <laughs> we had a minor uh, stuff up. Technical you'd, you'd difficulty. Today. Um, and we were going to film the whole interview. And we've got film of Coach Stoops, as you will see, with the little grabs that we put out. Because
0: but I did my part. I just want to sure say that.
2: We had a few... Communication difficulties, let's say. And uh, me and Miles didn't... The film that was supposed to be on me and Miles didn't work. So we couldn't put the film out. Not that it would have been that great, to be honest, anyway. Yeah. But it just would have been nice to have a yeah. video. But we've got some grabs for you during the week from the Stoops stuff. And like we said, if you want to see Coach Stoops talk us through making a coffee, which, by the way, you'll oh. hear on the audio. Oh, you electric. may not hear the whole thing. You'll just have to watch the video. But he 100% came up with that himself. Like, that wasn't like us going, hey, Coach Stoops like, take us to make a coffee or something. Mm-hmm. He just had come in fully prepared and was ready to go. He was excited to show us the new coffee machine. No doubt. No I doubt. mean, he, I've never seen a man so excited.
1: Well, because we were obviously going to ask him just about his coffee in general, and as soon as you got the COF mm-hmm. out, what? he was popped up ready. Yep. Yeah. I'll just show you. I'll just show
2: <laughs> you. <laughs> no, it was good. It's awesome. And uh, and again, and we always say this, it's, it's not just speech, and it's not just for the fans that when we say that um, he's genuinely – Just such a great guy with all the guys, um, treats everyone with so much respect, gives us so much time. I hope that's the way it came off in the interview. I know that's obviously, I get that from him every time I talk to him, but hopefully for the people listening, um, you know that you've got a coach that all the players love. And he said, they're not doing it for me, but I can guarantee you everyone on the team has some small part in them that's playing for Coach Stoops for sure.
0: No doubt. And I think that's one of the cool things about Coach Stoops as well, is that translate to that translates to the blue-collar fans who have lived through the long-suffering Kentucky football. Yep. Like it feels like Stoops, Stoops gets it; he feels like a bro, and he's one of us.
2: And tell me, tell me one other coach in the nation besides maybe Kiffin. Tell me one other coach in the nation that would have done that mid-season with the, with any past players? Probably none. Not for no. 45 none. minutes mm-hmm. or whatever it went for. No, there's no shot, and and I I think that's great.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. Like I said, he's just he's just one of us, and. Uh, It's really cool that, like, he felt so – again, me being a diehard Kentucky football fan, I don't get to go in there like you all do. Like, the fact that he was, like, welcoming to to all of us was, like, just so, so dope.
2: How was the uh, walk through the facility? Because I don't think you – you may have done it. I don't know. Have you ever – how was the walk through the facility today and how was, like, being in the room with him and, and seeing some of the other coaches
0: and players and all that? Well, what's funny is, is we saw Eddie Ground on the steps, and we, we were all like, "What's up, Coach?" And he just looked at me, he's like, "I don't know who you are." <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it was cool. So th- what's funny is the f- the first time I ever went to the locker room was when they were doing the facility tour in 2016, um, and that was actually the same day Kentucky got absolutely dog smacked by Florida in the swamp. Okay. And uh, Mitch Barnhart was there. We were like 0 2, and he was. It looked like it was going to be the end of the road for Stoops, and he was basically like, "I." He's like, I promised we were going to get this turned around. Like, we, like, it was just a big disappointment. And I go in this time, and it's super cool. Obviously, you know, seeing Eli in, in the locker room <laughs> is cool. Uh, Not cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, no, it was, it was a pretty cool experience just for me personally, and I'm excited to go and, and do stuff like that again because I, I hope that we can have Stoops on again sometimes. No doubt.
1: Yeah, I think just to see two former players in there, Coach Stoops was obviously excited even to see a fan come by. It's always <laughs> yep. good for him to interact with the fans, but now Coach Stoops, he really does appreciate the fans. When he did, when he says that stuff at the press conferences about the crowd and all that playing a big part and, and BBN with the whole Chris Soch situation as well, um, he really means that stuff and the impact you all can
2: have. And the oh, only people that love the fans more than Coach Soups is us, yep. right? Yeah. We absolutely love the fans. And In love. the tailgating was awesome mm-hmm. on Saturday. Mm-hmm. For those of you that saw us, thank you for uh, screaming at us and saying, are you the guys that do Pin it Deep? And just things like that. And who's your little brother? And no, that's Miles. He's near my age. Things like that. But um, no, it was awesome to do the tailgating. I had a lot of fun. I don't know about you guys. I had a lot of fun. We had some great moments. What was your favorite moment? Ooh, I, I would say, I mean, there's an obvious one that you guys are going to have to watch the the video. We got a video coming out on Wednesday. Um, well, I'm going to hope for Wednesday. No, it's
0: going to be Wednesday. We're good. We're Wednesday.
2: Wednesday. Um, and there's a there's a man, there's an old man that uh, does some unbelievable stuff with our microphone. Hey, he
1: was a bit hungry.
2: Uh, but my favourite <laughs> moment for sure was just the the two uh, lovely ladies that invited us to sit down with them and, yep. and uh, share a, share a few biscuits and well no you guys don't call them biscuits here but crackers and cheese and dip
0: and stuff like that and just have a nice conversation about life it was (laughs) such a nice setup it's like they were having like a nice little light lunch before going to the game like everyone else is like pounding beers and chicken wings and just getting just toasted and they're just like having a lovely little lunch it was such a big mix up from the
2: uh, guys trying to yell in our fake microphone to go to that and we
1: finally found the gate (laughs) gate. (laughs) was that your favorite moment miles it had to be one of our favorites. Luckily, we were thought we were going to get coerced into doing karaoke. Cool. We were debating the song. Yeah. Luckily, I think they had, didn't they? Say the they had Ameri- like an American Idol contestant. Yeah, she there? took it over, so yeah, you all didn't have to. Luckily, the we the didn't gate. embarrass ourselves there, but we did make it to the gate. Unbelievable chicken
0: wings at the gate, by the
2: way. No, it was fun. It was fun. So, yeah, you guys, are for those listening, um, go on to, uh, I believe, KSR's YouTube page mm-hmm. um, and you'll be able to find that video. It's very funny. And if we'll you, tweet we, it out too. If we filmed you at any stage, I hope you made the cut for your sake um, and you guys will you love that. We'll Or about. some
0: of you may hope you don't make the cut because yeah. there was a few out there who were having a well, good time. Well,
2: there was the one, there was the guy, um, the parking inspector, uh, not inspector, but the parking kind of yep. attendant yep. that, yep. that he, just <laughs> did not want any part of it and then just decided to... Speak all over us the whole time. (laughs) I was like, at the time, I was going to say, make your mind up. Because he's literally like, no, 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 you
0: can't get me. You can't get me. Like, all right, no problems. And then he just kept butting in. Yep. (laughs) Well, I also had a, a good time, too, because you finally got to eat your buffalo chicken dip. And like... Me and Maz are sitting there, like this, like looks like good buffalo chicken dip. We didn't get any of it, by the way. <laughs> and you're just eating it, and like the people who are giving it to you, like are so excited to see your reaction. And you look like you're about to vomit yeah, yeah. the
2: whole time. Yeah, no offense to those people, but I just, yeah, I just don't like it. It's just one of those tastes in my mouth that just makes me feel really sick. I almost threw up when the guy ate the microphone, our fake microphone, because that <laughs> to me, I could feel that taste in my mouth. That just squashed.
0: You've had it before
2: peel and oh i could just uh anyway um did not enjoy that but no uh it was uh, you know what i thought
0: was kind of cool though is like the first person we saw was like butler wayne scott and then he was like he didn't know who you were and then (laughs) we go and we end up running into the levis family and they were talking to you two and they were like oh so it's two former players and then they're like and you, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, pretty much.
2: No, no, oh, it, was, it was a good Saturday. It was really good fun. It was really good fun to go out there and uh, interact with the fans. And hopefully, we'll get another chance to do that at some stage this year. Um, oh, we will. But L- L- we were we long. were more doing what we wanted to do, to be honest.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but at some stage, the covers, you've got to do what you have to do. The Covers. The covers. This is the covers, our favorite yeah. segment. Boys do what they want to do. Men do have to do. And why is that, Max? You can't just hit this snooze
2: on the alarm, pull the covers up. Cannot do it. Tell mum to bring in your coffee. You can't do it. You've got to get up out of bed, throw those covers off, roll out, put the shoes on, and uh, get into it. Coach
1: Stoops doesn't make his mom bring his coffee. Uh, He heads into the office, punches the clock, and makes
3: his own
2: coffee. Hey, he commented about today. He said he's never been a man to just pull up those covers. He's straight out. So... Some nominations for this week. You want me to go first?
1: Go ahead. (laughs) I think this is a contested week.
2: I mean, this is—it's tough to ever beat this man because he's made the nominations again. But this is an (laughs) unbelievable story, and I wish we had found this out before we interviewed him. So, apologies to the listeners that we didn't. But a fantastic story that I heard today. So, I've been going, and he's probably going to ban me from now on if he hears this. So, um,
0: please don't run this for us. Yeah,
2: I just—I just just got from a source. but I do spend a lot of time around the Kentucky football team and the locker room. Uh, so they went to play the game on the weekend, and the so Coach Stoops always has his coffee that he has uh, before the game. He gets onto the bus, and they give him a coffee, and he kind of walks down, catwalk with his coffee, gets himself going, a bit of caffeine, you know, trying to really heighten the mood for himself. And uh, the coaches all have a little texting group in there, And one of the coaches said, Hey, remember.
1: Let's explain the text group.
2: So, the text group is basically to look after, like, it's none none of the big dogs are in the text group. It's all the little minions that are in there. And all the little minions kind of text each other and, so they, like no, they, coordinators. no coordinators. No coordinators, no, definitely not Coach not Stoops. Stoops. And uh-huh. they kind of just go, hey, remember, this needs to be sorted out for Coach Why this needs to be sorted out for Coach Cohen, this needs to be sorted out for Coach Stoops, whoever it is. Okay. And all the minions kind of just have their little group that they can text back and forth to make sure things are organized. Well, one of the things that's supposed to be organized each week because he's doing meetings, etc., is Coach Stoops' warm, hot coffee from Starbucks, which is just down the road from the hotel. And this week, the man that normally sorts that out was busy doing some recruiting stuff. So they only realized at the last minute, oh my, who's going to get his coffee? Someone texted into the group and said, uh, has anyone gotten Coach Stoops' coffee? Remember, such and such isn't here this week. To which someone said nope. said, nope. Another person said, nope. Another person said, nope. Another person said, nope. And one of the people that was in charge of it took it upon himself to sprint out of a meeting <laughs> Down the road to the Starbucks because the buses were about to get loaded to take off. So he took off, apparently broke the land speed record to get to Starbucks. Got Stoops his coffee, but didn't make it in time back for when the bus was supposed to leave. So you'd think the buses would just take off. Uh-uh. The big dog said, we ain't leaving until I get my coffee. <laughs> I'll wait as long as I have to. Buses left three minutes late because they had to wait for Mark Stoops to get his warm coffee.
1: I'd pay to see that <laughs> film in the Starbucks because you know he showed up and was like, he was everyone yeah, get, out of, get out. out of the way. Out of the way, cut to the front like he had a fast pass at Disney World or something, yeah, yeah. as if he was getting it for the president. Like, yeah. this is for a very special yeah. person. Yeah. Do not mess with this coffee. The
2: stoop special, the stoop the special.
1: Stoop. Pronto, pronto. <laughs> Imagine they messed the order up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh.
0: See, what I would want to know is how f- – how far away the Starbucks was. Like imagine that he has to leave this meeting and sprints like full on two miles to I go know get where this it's coffee. At.
1: It's just far enough where he'd break a sweat. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. far enough. Yeah.
2: He would have been breathing heavy too. Yeah. So I just think that's a man doing what he has to do. Yep. Coach Stoops just saying, uh uh-uh, uh, we ain't leaving until I get the coffee. Miles, you got one?
1: Real quick before you leave that, because <laughs> okay. I
2: I like games like this. Yeah. How long would he have waited? Uh I say. At what
1: point do you just leave him and get one at the game?
2: I think, I think he would have left after about, i say the five-minute mark would have been it because he is a structured man. He would have liked to stay on schedule. But as per usual, good luck to the referee with the first P.I. call if he didn't have his coffee in his no. hand. And good luck to the staff member who took off down the road and didn't come back in time. You've got an absolute earful.
0: Well, my thing that I don't understand too is like if he's going, if like, if this is, bef- is this a road game? Like this was this week. This is at home. So like, he showed us the coffee maker. It's literally. in, in the
2: No, no. So, you, we coming, so we're coming from the hotel to the stadium.
0: Right. But like the stadium is literally right. Like he could take, he three doesn't have to time to do he that. He doesn't have time to do You saw how long it took today. Fair enough. Fair it's, enough. He
2: didn't even have time to get his own milk today. That's true. Um, That's true. Miles, Stone Cold stone
1: cold willow for those that are listening that don't know
2: there is by a the man. way just to cut you off really really fast i think this is hilarious that we always say and i'm a big proponent of it too if we always say for those listening as if people are hearing us that aren't listening
1: <laughs> i try to say
0: for those that don't know for those who i know familiar, yeah you do yeah. a good
2: job i always say for those of us for those of you that are listening as if like there's someone somehow they're hearing us without listening
0: must be a weird australian thing sorry continue
1: Stone Cold Willow, he is a UK legend is how he I would is. describe him. Don't, don't forget him. his yeah. dance moves He's got some dance moves that he does. Yeah. Uh, we used to go out and we'd see him
3: yeah.
1: um, at some local establishments, and he would do a little party trick. Yeah. He'd balance cups on his head yeah. and walk around the bar. <laughs> um, I don't know how old he is. He may be a listener.
2: He might. Could I be a listener. call it if you're listening.
1: Um, saw him in the student section, I think, uh-huh. Saturday night, which how he's.
0: He's always in, in the student section. Yeah. But How? He, He's uh, not a, is he, he, he still man, a student? He finds a, way. He, he, finds just a, way. Way a he just gets his way in He's a man. He does what he has to do. Just a fifth year.
1: I think he had the WWE belt, yep. didn't he? Yeah. And there's just a golden picture of him at the end holding up the belt as if he had just won the, the, the title. The, in the
2: middle of the – in the middle of the, like – Field rush. He's <laughs> in the middle with the belt.
0: <laughs> like, they're, they're zooming out of the field to see, like, everyone else. And still, the focus is Stone Cold Stone with the WWE, WWE so belt. The I love Stone Cold. I okay. just want to say, though, we you just kind of got on Stone Cold for, like, how is he still in the student section? How old is he? When, like, we have, like, Max in here. And he literally was on campus just last year. I was a student, though, to be fair. <laughs> student. Um, it was, like,
2: we are, you, are you older than Stone Cold? <sighs>
0: We don't know how old, we don't Stone, know how old cold Stone Cold, is. Stone cold yes. is. He could be
2: like 500 and we wouldn't have a clue. He might be like a Benjamin Button type. We wouldn't have Stone a clue. Stone
0: Cold, please write into the um,
2: We had a plan for a long time as friends that Stone Cold's been carrying around that WWE belt for a long time as if he's the world heavyweight champ. We wanted to jump in one night when he walks in the bar, get someone in a full referee outfit, pin <laughs> him down for three seconds, get him to tap out and pin just take, deep, the deep, pin pin deep, deep. take the belt. Pin so him deep, pin him deep, take the belt. So that would have been build. hilarious. Um, you've got
0: one for us? Yeah, uh, man of the week, kind of a basic one, but Waka Flocka, man. Yeah. Like the fact that he shows up wearing a Kentucky jersey goes all in. It wasn't like a quick appearance, too, where he's like, oh, I'm Waka Flocka, I'm here, and then leaves. He stayed the whole time, yep. rushed the field, yep. was in the locker room with Stoops oh, after the game, yeah. busting a move. Uh, he yeah. might have been out at some of the establishments here in Lexington, who knows. Yeah. Um, just absolute doing what he has to do, coming in, Got us the w repping toe. the Cats. Yep. Here's my question, though. Had Kentucky lost the game, would he have had to retire Grove Street then?
1: He would have never been invited back.
0: Correct. Yeah. I don't
1: think you retire
0: Grove Street yet.
1: But, well, well, duh, because they won. But, like, had they lost, Well, I mean, had you lost, that's a tricky thing. But, yeah, he would have not been invited back. Do you think that's going to become – you can't use it. Just like Stoops with the whiteboard, the mm-hmm. big rah-rah, you can't use it every week. When will they bring him back again next?
0: Because they will, if he wants to come back. Yeah, you know, I think – I want to say he's actually a Georgia fan on the world. Is he? I mean, he's from there.
2: So another interesting part of that is our beautiful equipment manager, the head of equipment, uh, wanted to give him a number that none of the players that play wear. And he, so he gave him 94 uh-huh. and was like, this will do. This is a good number. No one wears that. Then you're kind of not taking away from the people on the field. <laughs> the punter, Colin Goodfellow wears 94. Starting punter, <laughs> yeah. Colin so, Goodfellow. Colin, they, yeah, just did, did not see. know that Hold Colin would Big Colin Big Goodfellow fan, fan. yeah, apparently, yeah, just absolutely it loves him.
0: Well, what was cool, too, is, like, he was actually, like, interacting with the fans. Like, he was in the middle of, yeah. the, of the rushed field, and, like, it was just really cool to see him out there, especially after we've used his, used song, his for song for, what, seven years. And honestly, shout-out to KY Engineering for, you know, doing that and hooking that up because – Very cool. Oh yeah, absolute man.
2: Cool. But I can uh, – well, that's, that's really our three nominations, but I can give you a nomination for Boy of the Week. Oof. Lance Butler. Oh no. Your brother, oh. Mars. Dude, not again. Sorry. Well, hold on. I thought we hold put this to on.
1: bed. Well, here's the deal. For those of you that know about the Great Wall of China, <laughs> pyramids of Egypt, yep. there's some great – we put a man on the moon.
2: Yeah, we did. There's
1: <laughs> been some great human accomplishments. Polio vaccine. Yep. Not the only vaccine. Mount, but there are several, but yeah. Mount, um, Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore mm-hmm. is a pretty impressive structure the that pyramids, was man-made. Yep. Pyramids, Pyramids yep. would be probably top of my list. But – Yeah. Compass, not bad. We think – Fire as well. Yep. We think Tesla. we are up. We may not top the list. The weird
2: boneless wings. <laughs> I
1: think we're in the list though now. Like we could get chucked in with that whole group.
2: Ten dollar nights on a Thursday at Two Keys. <laughs> at home, coffee frothers. Number one China buffet.
1: We have gotten Clark Co- Family <laughs> Farms beef. Coach <laughs> Coach Stoops today actually gave Golden
0: us a whisper. Countrywide <laughs> <laughs>
1: gave us a whisper after the interview about uh, helping him recruit. Yep. He was so impressed by our recent efforts. For those listening, Lance Butler has finally listened to Pennant Deep. Oh,
2: no, I'm not clapping Round that. of applause. No, I'm Lance, I am a
1: fan of that. you. I am your brother. I appreciate you finally giving us a listen. The
2: funniest part about all of this is that he's not going to listen to this episode and even know that we've <laughs> shouted him out. So the, here's, the, here's the deal, listeners, and I won't say to those listening. So to, here's the deal, listeners. So we obviously, going back, we said Lance Butler doesn't listen to the show, which is Miles Butler's brother doesn't like it, not funny, not interested, not my type of show, don't worry about it. You guys, no one's going to listen. So we threw out the challenge that if he would ever listen to the show and tell us that he listened and heard the part that we bring him up, we will do some sort of punishment. We asked everyone not to please pass that information on. We threw an extra one out on it last week because I moved out of his house on the Monday and we said how long will it take for him to find out that I'd even moved out of his house, which it took him till Friday.
1: Thursday it took, night.
2: So, here's my here's my gripe, and this is going to be directed at you. Go ahead. So, Lance, um, Miles does the right thing by this podcast and drives down here most Thursdays, which is so inconvenient for him, but mm. we love Miles for doing Shout that. Shut out, Doing what he has to do. Huge drive. Being a man. Yep. Drives all the way down uh, up from Nashville, um, but he'd been back and forth so much that on Thursday, my reading between the lines is, Lance ha- didn't know I'd moved out yet because... My door was closed And he's just oblivious To anyone in the world Besides himself (laughs) Um, It's Lance's world And we're just living in it
1: I'm glad to be in it
2: But uh, Miles Would have been very very tired And I think He summed up in his head If I'm going to continue To go on with this joke I'm going to have to sleep On the couch I would rather a bed Mm. So I'm just going to Blow this joke out of the water And just say Uh uh For the sake I'm not even I don't care about the show I don't care about anyone I just care about myself I'm going into Max's room So I can get a good night's sleep and I'm not giving up that for the sake of the show. True or not true?
1: One, it's not true. Mm. <laughs> he called me about it before I arrived. Sus- Two, Suspect. there is a boy that is discussing it, but it's not Lance. I just think that you're not in the mood to do the punishment. Now that Lance has actually caught us, mm. you promised that we would wear the shirt with him. And now you're not wanting to hold up your I you deal. i tell you what,
2: I will do it. Are we having okay. a I, I will do it. I will. It's I'm, debate
1: between boys.
2: I will 100% do it. If he mentions again that we mentioned him this show, because he won't, he won't listen again. There's no way in the world he'll listen again. He someone's told him he's getting the inside word. Can we do
1: a side bet? Because I bet he does listen.
0: I bet he does too. Now I bet he does. Like the fact that the fact that you've came out and said this. Like if we did this off off of the show, like I would probably be siding with you that he wouldn't. But like now that it's out there. Someone's going to tell him again? I'm Team yeah.
1: Lance right now. He is going to listen again. And I won't say a word to him. Swear he on your listen. parents' life you won't tell him. Whoa.
0: I won't say a, Well, I'll Whoa. have to speak to him.
2: No, you won't tell him that he has to listen. Won't say a word to him. Swear. No, no. Not a word. No foul play.
1: If he mentions it, though.
2: Yeah, that's fine. Okay. We'll, we'll put a sizable
0: fee.
1: No, I don't want money on it. I oh, want something won't. embarrassing. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: All right. Because I can't
1: wait to see you do it. Eat your crow. Well, he well here's the thing though. Like
0: at what at what stage do we we cut off the bet? Because if this is an everlasting bet, and like Lance, when well, he's like eight, 80 years old on his rocking Max chair, will be dead and and gone just like by then, don't worry. That's that's a long ways <laughs> down yeah, the road. True.
1: I say before we put the next one before LSU. If he says before game time, yeah. I listened. Yeah, I think that's a bet.
0: Just the words. I
2: listened. I'll give you, there's a small chance he listens just because he wants to hear us give him the shout out that he did listen. Because that's typical Lance again. It's all about me. (laughs) I just want to hear about mine. He'll fast forward to the bit where he knows he's maybe getting talked about. Um, Which, by the way, did we talk about last week when he said that he was the smartest man in the world? He did not say that.
1: He did not. Well, okay. close. close. So he had a good quote. He had did a we, funny quote. Did we talk
0: about that last week? I don't think we Can we, we give did. a quick Lance Butler story? We, we talked about it after the game, before he got back, because he didn't pick us up after the so game. So, quick
2: Lance Butler story for everyone, which hopefully you're starting to like our Lance Butler stories. We love Lance Butler. Lance said to me and Miles last week, he got home from class, and he said, really humbling experience for me today in class. Um, there was a guy, we were doing some hard equations, and there was a guy in my class that seemed to be picking up the equations quicker than me, and he actually helped me out on one of them. It's really, really humbling to know that there might be someone smarter than me here. <laughs> he doesn't have a degree. <laughs> he's not... He doesn't have... He got a 36 on the ACT, so That's he thinks smart. that means he's perfect in just in life and in general. Uh, may, maybe someone smarter than me in the world just because someone helped him on one math. And it, m- let's just put a little one out there as well as Lance's str- strong, strong fee, strong key, strong
0: key, strong... What is it? Strong suit. Oh, so, suit. Now, so now we're just going to be strong that. suit. He
1: wears – he dresses well. His strong suit so is not sarcasm. So we're just going to dunk on
0: me for saying curmudgeon, but, like, we're
2: just not going to – Correct. Fee, oh, wow. Um, his strong suit's not sarcasm. So he's not the kind of guy that where he's joking. He genuinely meant that.
0: Do you think so, Miles?
2: I don't know.
1: I think he – the thing <laughs> is, is for Lance in math, he's one of the smartest mathematicians, magicians I've ever seen. Listen, but I'm not gonna It was humbling.
0: For I'm him. never gonna dunk on Lance because I've been in that same room before and he says some things sometimes where I'm like, Okay, that's pretty smart. But then he says some things sometimes where I'm like That was interesting. kinda off the wall.
1: This is the things I'll take away from Lance for those. But it's out one of those there.
0: things where it's so like off the wall it's like you kinda gotta be smart to even think about it. I that. know.
1: He says some some funny things, whether or not he means for him to be funny, I don't know. He cooks one of the best pots of gumbo I've ever had, and three and I think you would all agree with this. The best smile I've ever seen. And loves, I truly loves a mean smile.
0: that. Loves a smile. <laughs> the smile of the wink. He truly
1: means the smile more than anyone in the world. Yeah. Um, if we actually do have to end up making a shirt of him, I've already discussed it with him now that he's listened. I think a smiling picture, which or that would obviously go um, internationally viral if, if that shirt made the market. <laughs> but Lance's smile is truly
0: something to behold. I don't want Lance to look at you all and be like, I listened. I would want him to say something. He would never say. Oh, there's a lot of things, but let's not get into that. Nah, that's too, that's too risky. I mean, it doesn't have to be like off the wall. Just Like, a, like, a, what, just, what, like what, a word? Like my gumbo is bad. No, like a take oh. he would never I'm come up smart. with. Oh, you know I'm not smart. I am not perfect. Or how about he would say, what if he just finally admits that his no, Mexican I'll, and his Chinese one. No, are no, the no.
2: same? I'll, I'll, that could be, I'll give you one. If he says to me and Miles, Max and Miles, I value your opinion. Because that, that is something that's never <laughs> that's come good. out of his mouth ever. That would ever. be good. That's I good value funny. your opinion. Is
0: all I would like to hear from him. That
1: means he's listened.
0: Yep. Yep. And the he side that is still on. I value your on. opinion. Yeah. Um, but what's going to be what's going to be funny is if, like, for some reason, he asked you all for dating advice, and he's just like, "Look, guys, like, I'm being serious. Like, doesn't. Doesn't. I, I know, but like, if he ever like turned that like, leaf, not he hilarious. He doesn't value everything. Probably opinion. shouldn't
1: ask yeah. either of us about that
2: to
0: begin with. fair. Probably not the best start. Yep. True.
2: But I've had enough of him. But speaking of things that start with L, LSU. Love you, Lance. Ah, uh, what a segue. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I feel like we're bringing it we, up on you with Lance.
2: Can we
0: have it's some? It's
1: two to one.
0: <sighs> LSU. <laughs> all right Lance State University can we
2: uh, can we have some quick predictions obviously we're going to have the Saturday show um, yeah so thanks to everyone that listened to the Saturday show that was awesome thank you for texting into Matt Yep. thank you for call the one caller we actually ran into her at the tailgate that was really cool so um, thank you we're not asking you to do that again this week that was just a one-off so that was awesome but yeah if you guys get out of the shower on a Saturday morning and want to chuck us on or on the drive to the game, that was awesome. So we're going to do that again this Saturday, hopefully keep a bit of momentum going. But we do Hold still on. give the Monday show predictions.
0: We do. And before we get – I still want to talk about Saturday a little bit, by the way. Yeah. Uh, my DMs flooded with uh, post-shower pictures just was, <laughs> was ruined. But Did it, you
1: look at them yeah. all? No.
0: There was a few. I looked at the profile picture and said, mm, nope, not, yep. not going down that rabbit hole. Wow. Yeah, I, I received
2: one um, from about five of the players on the team, and mm. that wasn't good either. Yep.
0: Well, I also kind of got – I guess that was my punishment for sitting there thinking I knew more than everyone and just, like, being just <laughs> absolutely wrong. <laughs> Correct. So, apologies for that. Um, but, L- yeah, LSU. LSU, real quick. I'm excited. I'm excited
1: yep. to meet some Cajuns. We'll start there.
0: Yep, raging Cajuns. It seems to be
1: – we were talking to Matt Jones the other day. He said that LSU travels extremely well. So hopefully there's a few LSU fans. I wouldn't mind a good little banter with some of them, see if we can not crack educated. some jokes and maybe eat some food with them. If they have some gumbo, jambalaya, anything like that, I might take a bite or two, see how it compares to Lance's.
0: I'm just ready for the next headline that says, former Kentucky punter says LSU fans are not educated. They're not. I know a few, and they're not.
2: <laughs> and they're really bad. So um, I'm going to say LSU is a really, really close game. Um, I think – One point favorites. Vegas. Oh we're out to three now. Three three, already? Yeah. 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 (laughs) Vegas obviously predicting close game. I'm predicting a close game. We may do imagine if we could do it. I am predicting two weeks in a row, real close game, we get the solid win again. And this time it is the field the late field goal. The late field goal. I'm gonna say twenty twenty three.
1: Okay. Another thing by the way, it's just it's a pet peeve I hate when you do the small score first. Yeah. And you do it all the time, I'm sure you do it back home. If it, if you put whoever won first,
2: LSU, Kentucky, twenty
1: twenty three. Okay, Arkansas Georgia this weekend. What was the final
2: score? Arkansas was the smaller one, zero 34, nice. thirty four. No, so you
1: say thirty whatever. But zero. you said Arkansas Georgia. But you say whoever won first.
2: Not if I said LSU
0: versus Kentucky. You said I say LSU. Hold smaller. on, hold on. Let, let's try this. Okay. So, because I'm trying to think about it, because what you do is like. So, Florida played against Kentucky this week. Florida's on the road. Even when you talk about the teams, you're like, Florida first, Kentucky first. That's one thing you always do. But in American or the, the English language, you – Well, he speaks English. Well, I know that. But it's like <laughs> the, on the proper writing style, and I am no expert at Which that. Which is that not is the evident. way
2: Americans do it, but okay. It's, it's color is C-O-L-O-U-R. Uh, not Who here. cares? But correct. Okay, keep going. But but
0: it's like you put the
2: winning number first, no matter what. And then
1: you say who won after. It's like Kentucky this weekend.
2: Twenty
0: three twenty, you're saying. So yeah. I'd have to say Kentucky twenty three twenty.
1: Or you say it after. Say the team
0: after. Say I'll go twenty three twenty Kentucky. There you go. See okay. how good
1: that flows? Yeah, flows really
2: well. Should we practice? No,
0: stick with twenty twenty three? Well, you it's can, like when you could s- keep <laughs> the score and <laughs> say it properly. You, but when you say twenty twenty three Kentucky, people will be like, "But it just feels weird saying that." Like we can poll it during the week.
1: You will lose this Paul.
0: Yep. That will be the Big first
1: time.
2: one I've lost. I'm happy with that. I'll be. That's I'll be, well, uh, because you take the easy road out. I'll and be take stoops I'll for be, all your man of the week. I'll be one and four. One and four. One loss, four wins.
0: That's so wrong. Like on so many levels. <laughs> that is so wrong. it has got so many levels. Like I'm, yeah. It's, oof.
2: I'd rather eat a banana
0: with a peel on it than do that. <sighs> what you got?
2: Come on, give us a score then.
0: I'm going to go
1: low scoring. Yeah. Again, I think the offense is is figuring some things out, but the defense is still lights out.
2: I'm just looking up the over under real quick. Uh, uh, it.
1: Doesn't matter. It's not going to influence my prediction. I'm going to go. I think you're about right, though. What Would you say twenty <laughs> twenty three? Twenty three twenty. I'll go. Uh, I'll go twenty seven. I actually think we roll them. I think LSU's just over under is fifty two. Okay. They're not talented, like but I don't think that they're playing together very well. Stingley may be out. I did think, I see that?
0: I think he's – The so corner? This is not scoop. There's okay. not confirmation. I think he's done. I think this is a he's hurt, wink, wink. Oh, but okay. he's just done yeah. for the he's year. Yeah, he's going to – That's big
1: for us yeah. in the passing game. I'm going to go 27-14, Cats. Nice. Love so, that.
0: Well, so the last time I did a score prediction, um, I made myself look like a fool. Can you
1: remind us exactly what was said again? Or just – you can even
0: paraphrase it. Well, okay, can I just say that I was – it was late Friday night. I had just gotten back from the beach. It was a long car ride. I was jacked up, ready for the game. So I just was feeling very aggressive and basically said that if you think it's low scoring, it's you're you're basically an idiot. And, of course, naturally, yeah. the game was 20-13, to The yeah. under hit by like a solid 20 yeah. points. Yeah. I think the freezing cold takes Twitter account yeah, take. posted that <laughs> quote from you. Take me over. Um, yeah, so – First time LSU's come up here since 2007. It's going to be another special atmosphere. Keeneland's going. I think there's going to be a lot of memories coming back from that 2007 game. Uh, chrome helmets, probably black uniforms. <clears throat> another special atmosphere. Sellout. Another sellout. sellout. Another sellout. Already sellout. sold out, which is good. Yeah, and it's going to be great just being in Lexington again for the 7:30 game. Um,
1: Forecast looks really good right now as well, by the way. Love it. I'm knocking on wood when I say that, but yep. it looks good.
0: So, I just really don't know. I, I don't think I've got far enough into the week to make a prediction. at no prediction? Give the prediction. I'm getting there. i got to think about it, okay? I haven't thought about oh, it. Oh, so far. you didn't know we were it's, about to do a
2: show about football, no, no, so you I didn't did. even think no, about no, your hold LSU on, prediction. Pause,
0: pause. I was focused about stoops all week long. I was like, I don't want to not press record on the camera. Made sure I'll tell you, I got what, I'll give you
2: I'll give you 10 seconds while I say my next thing. You've got 10. MVP? Because No, because this is the biggest scoop you'll ever get. Well, I thought
0: we were doing predictions on Saturday.
2: This is the biggest scoop you'll ever get. And this I predicted this once in the past, and I'm about to predict it again. I can't remember who it was, but I rem- you'll remind me in a second. It's not only that we win. I would take the parlay of LSU losers into Coach O getting fired. Yep. Wow. That's actually really good. Yeah, that's my parlay for the week. Can't lose parlay. Co- uh, LSU loses, Coach O's gone.
1: Okay. I would agree with that, except I think you're jumping the gun. Who did we take that time? Keep going. I know exactly what you're thinking about, too. Oh, that's going to piss me off. <laughs> um, I think he
0: does at the end of the year, not post-game. See, I don't think it's end of the year because they've got a string of like, and Nick Roush told me this, five straight ranked teams. It's like Kentucky first, and I think that spirals into like – gauntlet. Maybe Auburn. No, they already just played Auburn. Yeah. So they've. Because well, they, well, so they've, worked, so they've, the they've only
1: won. What are they? Three and two.
0: Oh, they lost to UCLA week one. They lost to Auburn. Auburn.
1: But I think they beat. Barely
0: beat Mississippi State, yeah. right. Mississippi State. Right, and
1: then they beat two non-conference. I think. Yeah. 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 But they if they lose three to nice. us, three and three. But and then you've got like still Bama, Arkansas looks good, A and M could beat them, yeah. Ole Miss can beat them, Florida could beat them. Yeah. They they're, could easily they're, miss they're a ball.
0: They're Yeah, and, and Coach O just. You know, everyone's like, oh, you yeah, had the 2019 national championship team. It's well, wearing uh, off. Yeah. I mean, it's wearing Gene, off in a hurry. they got short memories. I memories suppose, like fishers, LSU. Yeah, I mean, Gene Chizik got fired after Auburn won, like, yeah. in two years. But, uh, anyway, <laughs> score prediction, I'm going to go. Gene Chizik, brother of Gene Simmons. Keep going. <laughs> I feel very ran. Is it that's, like, that's that's not how it works. Like, just because I know that you want to put everything first, but, like, just because of the same first name doesn't mean that they're brothers. Come on, sore prediction. It's not that hard. (laughs) Uh, Just stalling. Um, So, I think Kentucky wins. I don't think they roll them like Miles says. Um, I think they probably walk out of there. Offense needs to get going. I think LSU secondary is weak. I'm going to go 27-17. Oh, so
2: he just changed your score just a tiny bit. anyway. Well, I can't, I'm not going to lie. Well, I stalled so much I
0: forgot what his gonna score was. It's going to be a good was. week.
2: It's going to be a good week. Follow our Twitter, Me please. Too. Comment away on everything we post. Retweet this one that we're about to pin. Just just do all of the above. Comment, comment, comment
0: away. Yep. we've got a big week coming up, a lot of content. We've obviously got this episode. Uh, we've got some stoop stuff coming out. We've got our tailgate video coming out. We're going to be back in here Saturday. Um, and we're just doing it for you all. We love the Cats. We love doing this for the Pinheads. And, uh, again, we're just absolutely blown away by the sport. It's been nice. great. Been thanks. Absolutely great. Thanks. We're Cats. Ready, we ready to get out of here? Yep. Let's do it. All right. Well, that was easy enough. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. No Cats. Thanks.
1: Thanks. <laughs> trail head full of zombie i met a strange lady she made me nervous she took me in and gave me breakfast
0: and she said do you come from an land under
1: it is ryan here
3: and i have a question for you what do you do when you win